You're listening to another episode of The Zag. Eric Sobe here. Excited to be joined by 2010 NLC New York fellow Asha Castleberry Hernandez is here. She works for the State Department, so excited to hear what that actually means in these contexts in these days and hear what she thinks you should be thinking about as we consider all the foreign policy global situations in the world. Thanks so much for tuning in. Let's get to it. Yeah, Asha, since you and I are kind of the old leaders council at this point, I was uh, uh, 2010 in LA as well, and you being 2010 out on the East Coast. What do you remember about your NLC experience after all these years? Oh, wow. Yes. So thank you so much for having me on. What I remember is just having the wonderful opportunity to meet other fellows that were into mainly political entrepreneurship, local politics. And I honestly felt a little bit of the oddball because I came in with a foreign policy, national security, military background, uh, but wanted to get involved into like with politics, mainly supporting veterans and foreign policy. So um, so I, I, I felt like I was an anomaly, but it was a great experience because um, I learned over time that the experience ha- allowed you to network with others and find out how you can help each other with each other's um, careers, mainly when it comes to branding, uh, meet and greeting a lot of people involved in uh, political entrepreneurship. Uh, also, they've touched us a lot about communications at that time, where um, uh, Facebook and social media was like really emerging to where we knew it was going to be a game changer when it came to politics. So overall, it was so worth it, despite that I had a different background for, compared to the other fellows. And then in terms of careers, I'm glad you brought that up because your, your career has taken an interesting turn in the, the last year or so. Uh, can you share folks what you're working on now? Yes. So I have I joined the uh, Biden-Harris administration uh, in January 2021. I was the first wave. So I came in with uh, POTUS and um, other uh, lovely, great, awesome uh, politicos. And uh, right now I'm serving at the State Department working on foreign affairs, mainly in the Bureau of Near Eastern Affairs, working on um, um, uh, just policy, focus on uh, strategic competition uh, in the Middle East and North Africa. Uh, right about now, we are in the era of uh, strategic competition where we are uh, dealing a lot with, with regards to our our competitors known as Russia and China. So uh, what I do is I provide policy recommendations on how do we effectively compete in this era. And it's just been quite interesting because I do have a background working in the Middle East um, as a uh, military officer. I uh, was deployed for uh, 36 uh, months uh, working on counterterrorism and security cooperation in uh, Kuwait, Iraq, and Jordan. Uh, so it's really great to be part of the Bureau because I have the opportunity to provide a perspective or experience in the field that better cultivates uh, um, operations and strategic planning at my Bureau. And I'd be curious if you could shed some light on, on this concept of, of kind of, quote unquote, working for the administration, because uh, you know, a lot of NLC folks are interested in, in, in politics and maybe know sort of of that idea or concept from uh, people that, that they know in the political world, but maybe folks like me who aren't in that world sort of only understand it through uh, TV or the media, like what it means to work for the, the administration. What kind of things are, 
or uh, kind of misconceptions that you'd like folks to, to maybe know a little bit more about what the actual kind of behind the scenes truth is? Yes. Um, well, you are there to represent the, uh, the administration's policies. Uh, so we are there for the support of, of the president of the United States. And um, unfortunately, you know, prior to the uh, Biden administration, there was just a lot of bad rhetoric on about politicos as far as working mm. with the previous uh, president. So it was like, oh, they're coming here to be disruptive, destructive. They're not really, uh, you know, implementing policy that really helps the middle class. That's not true when it comes to this administration. We are there to uh, support the president at the same time, make sure that we are providing policies or supporting policies that really benefits the American people. And then mainly where I am to help the safety and security of the American people. So what's so interesting is that it, when we came in, it was such a unique moment in American history where we were dealing with so many crises from coronavirus uh, to climate changes to uh, you know an economy that was facing so many different challenges. So we inherited a lot of problems uh, overall, and, you know, when it comes to nationally looking at what the American people were uh, dealing with. And so a lot of us were re really motivated uh, to roll up our sleeves and think of ways on how we can um, help the American people with all these crises. And um, and it's been just quite interesting and it was somewhat challenging, too. But again, because at the end of the day, we are public servants and we want to be here to support the American people. That is what that was, is what was this is all about. We uphold to those principles uh, all the time, and and I'm just happy to be part of it. And it also reminds me of it's a similar situation as far as the military. We are there to uh, to support the the uh, American people to defend our country from foreign or domestic threats. Uh, same attitude. It's just a different type of mission on how you do it. When we come back with Asha, we'll talk more about her service and her work. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of The Zag. We'll be right back. Asha, what would be your advice for what folks can, can think about when they're reading the news, reading newspapers, things like that, about um, other challenges or, or, or things to consider foreign policy-wise in the world? Obviously, a lot of focus should be on Ukraine and is, um, but what other things should folks maybe paid attention to or look into to kind of stay up on the most current events? Thank you so much for this question. Um, first and foremost, I would be aware of disinformation uh, when it comes to learning about uh, foreign policy. Because we are in the age of, of you know, the information age, there's a, just a lot of disinformation out there that um, or content that's just not true as far as what is really going on in terms of the U.S. response to a crisis or, um, you know, developments going on abroad. Uh, we need to make sure that the truth is out there. So it's very important to follow the government networks and um, be able to educate them in as far as making sure that they know what exactly we're doing in response to a crisis like the Ukraine or Afghanistan or how we're managing uh, climate changes. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So that's very important that you stay engaged with, um, you know, just overall the uh, how you're consuming information, 
in this information environment because there is a lot of disinformation. Um, also, too, I would I would pay attention to is what exactly administration is publishing with regards to uh, foreign policy. Like, for instance, we came out with an interim national security strategy. That's something that's worth reading. A lot of our partners and allies read our national security strategies. The American people should do the same thing. Um, also, you know, any of the key developments that are coming out with new policies that we're supporting, we're supporting out there with regards to safety and security uh, coming out from the White House or the State Department, we are uh, we are fully transparent in what we provide. And so it's very important to make sure that, you know, you're reading and following the information and again, not being exposed to disinformation. Yeah, well said. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing more about your story and your work. And thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of The Zag. Make sure to catch all the episodes that we have posted, all the places that you get your podcasts. Make sure also to follow us at The Zag Podcast on Instagram, where most of our action happens. Thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, we'll catch you soon.